0: The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM network.
2: We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn Delakian.
3: You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours, says Psalm 1282. Good morning, and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian. here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just excited to be with you this Saturday. We got some special guest in today, and uh, we're talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart because I have college-age sons uh, who happen to be joining me today in the studio, which I'm excited about that as well. And uh, the topic today is bridging the college to business gap. For those of you who are new, we call our show the the Good News on Business because it's all about the good news and about pointing business owners and those of you who are involved in business to the um, scriptures for all that you need to know about uh, uh, not only your life in general, but also about your business life and your career. It's so critical to realize that God wants to be involved in all aspects of your life, not just what you do on Sundays and on holidays, but in what you do seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And uh, he has wisdom for you and scriptures for you and words for you that can help your business as well as the rest of your life. So, We're glad that you're tuning in today and I'd like to welcome not only our local and regional audience but our national and international audience as well because uh, besides broadcasting live on FM on all six of the Bridge FM network, we also broadcast live on the internet uh, at tandemradio.com where you can tune in and not only hear today's show but also the archive shows of many of the guests that we've uh, had on before and find a wealth of information that'll help you in your business life uh, in every aspect. We also encourage you to email Email us at Tandem Radio uh, and let us know your questions and concerns, and we'll do our best to help you every day with uh, guiding God's, uh, giving you God's guidance from the Word, from His holy Word, and uh, applying that to your business. So feel free to email us at at infotandemradio.com. That's INFO at tandemradio.com, and we will do our best to get to your questions. But getting right into the theme of our show today, Our guest today is Cooper Ford, who um, is not only in business himself, but also represents Campus Crusade for Christ and uh, so much more. But we're talking today about bridging the college to business gap and uh, how um, we're going to speak about a gap that has uh, been widening, I think, over the last decade and uh, affecting our children as they come out of college and even as they go into college. To prepare for what we call the real world, uh, the business world, and uh, to see what happens when they get out, I heard some staggering statistics the other day uh, on uh, one of the news channels where they were talking about how many uh, students over the year, this past year, how much un- unemployment is so much higher this past summer than any other summer uh, in history, basically, of students that could not get jobs, and mostly because people who have been displaced or unemployed, are filling those positions, and when the kids are coming to college break in the summer, they have no job to get them through uh, the summer. And not only does that impact the economy and impact them financially, but it also impacts their future because that's where they get much of their learning to prepare for the business world. So uh, we're going to talk about that and many other things. But first, let me welcome Cooper Ford. Cooper, welcome to the show. Thanks, Glenn. It's good to have you, and uh, we're excited to hear about what we're going to talk about today. Cooper, we're going to start with our scripture first, and then I'm going to ask you to basically introduce yourself to our audience. We have three scriptures, as we do every week, and uh, God puts these scriptures on my heart during the week, and uh, we we read them out loud, and uh, uh, sometimes I wonder, is this going to tie in God or what? But uh, he's faithful and good, and it always ends up tying in by the end of the show. So here they are today. Proverbs 22.6, start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Proverbs 14.23, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And lastly, Philippians four six: do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Cooper, welcome again, and I'd like to have you uh, just introduce yourself to our audience.
4: Sure thing. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me here. I'm really excited to be able to share uh, some of what's near and dear to my heart. Uh, regarding college students who have graduated and are going out into the what we call the real world, mm. right? Um, you know, before working with Campus Crusade, um, well, e- even right now working with Campus Crusade, I am also in the business world working in real estate. I'm wanting to apply a lot of that uh, of what we're talking about in a real way and uh, getting some of that experience as well and putting that you know putting that to work in a real way. Mm. Uh, before that, I was also in education. I actually went to the College of New Jersey. Uh, Got my bachelor's in music education several years ago and uh, worked as a school teacher for a couple of years as well. Um, you know, and along that, I also, you know, I've done work on the campus as well in ministry in different venues. So, um, but yeah, excited right now to be working uh, with Campus Crusade, helping to make that transition from the campus, you know, into the real world and looking at what's next.
3: So we're we're going to talk about that, but let's start a little. Let's step back just a little bit. Your business background obviously is in real estate. You were in teaching before that. What made you transition from teaching into real estate?
4: Well, you know, honestly, there was a uh, you know there was a calling there, and and what happened was before I was teaching, I did spend a couple years on the campus uh, working in college ministry, and I've always had a heart for the campus. Mm. And as I was teaching for a couple years, I loved teaching, but you know, I felt like God was calling me back to the campus. Uh, you know, in, in a real way to bring some of that experience back from a different perspective. So as I prayed about it, I thought about that. You know, I was involved in real estate in a couple different ways. And I thought, you know what? I think I can really make this work, you know, on the real estate end as a realtor. And the ironic thing is, uh, you know, as I prayed about it, I felt like that's what the Lord was calling me to do. I did that and then, uh, you know, then the market fell apart, so it's made it very interesting. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, if you can make it in this economy, you can make it in any, right? Yeah, I'm sure. So
3: uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Now, let's touch on Campus Crusade for Christ. Obviously, that's uh, a name that's very well known out there. Most people, even on the fringes, I think, have heard of it, Yes. and uh, it's been an impactful ministry. You have uh, thousands of people across the country involved and have been involved and so Mm -hmm. forth. Um, So Campus Crusade for Christ, we all heard of that, and now we hear recently that there's a name change. You're calling the crew, right?
4: That's right. It's, so
3: what was that all about?
4: Well, yeah, that's right. It's now called crew, which is actually a name that we've used locally uh, probably for the last, you know, I'd say at least 10 years. For example, we have a meeting across uh, across the state of students from all over the state of Jersey called Jersey Crew. Okay. And it's all crew, you know, and that's just a nickname we've had. And as, you know, the leadership was thinking about and praying about how can we move forward, you know, as a ministry. And it's been a year long process realizing that um, first of all, the name Campus Crusade for Christ might not be the best name moving forward, uh, and a couple reasons. First of all, campus—we are not limited to the campus anymore. We have, I believe, over forty ministries uh, in different areas. Mm-hmm. We have military ministry, uh, family life as part of Campus Crusade, the Jesus Film Project, Josh McDowell Ministries, all sorts of different things involved there. Our Priority Associates, which is a uh, even a, a business ministry through Crew, um, and then Crusade—you uh, know, especially when talking to people who don't know Jesus it can have uh you know certain certain negative effects you know the idea of either you know conquering you think of the medieval crusades and things like that mm. so as as they prayed about it and thought it through uh you know they said you know a cruise is a name we've used it it connects with their heritage but it's great moving forward and it provides the opportunity for us even to explain uh what the ministry is about and mm. even to talk you know talk about Jesus good point uh, so yeah, so it's uh, but like I said, we've we've been using it. We're looking forward to what the Lord's going to do with it, and and probably the most important thing. And I, I appreciate because John Piper talked about this. It's not so much the name, but what we're doing mm-hmm. with it—the fruit of the ministry—and you know what we've we've shared Jesus and given people the opportunity to know more about Jesus uh, as we've. You know, started out, and we're going to continue to do that no matter what we're called.
3: Mm. Well, let's talk about the fruit of the ministry. Uh, I know you focus in New Jersey, so tell us a little about the statistics locally. I mean, how many students you have involved, what kind of campuses you're involved with? Sure,
4: yeah. I mean, the Lord's been doing amazing things. About 10 years ago, we had maybe 75, 80 students involved in about three campuses. Now we're over 30 campuses. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, and about 750, 800 students. There's Grim. involved. Yeah, absolutely. So the Lord's, <laughs> been, yeah, the Lord's been doing wonderful things. And even as a ministry, you know, we're shifting from just looking on at the campus and going beyond the borders of the campus on both sides, one on the high school to college transition and seeing how we can better do that because statistically we're losing a lot of students in that end. And then the other end, from going from campus into the real world. I believe Barna has a statistic where they said 75% of young people who are involved in the church, as a teenager, will not return in their 20s. Wow. Yeah, so that's, you know, from a business perspective, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really, really. Uh, You
3: know, I know our topic today is um, business to college to, I'm sorry, bridging the college to business gap. And I know that's an issue that, is going to be very important not only for college students listening, but I want business owners to catch this too because this is a two-sided coin, and we're going to talk about this extensively in the, in the next segment. But just let's just keep on campus crusade for a second. I, I thought that was intriguing that you shared with me that it goes beyond the campus. Uh, give us a little bit more about that.
4: Sure thing. Yeah, I mean traditionally we've been looking. Uh, we we had what was called more of a staffed model, and what that meant was we pretty much handled everything on the campus uh, in New Jersey, and that was it. And before the, you know before the campus uh into high school we didn't really touch that area and even the area afterwards and even mm-hmm. the area of the church but now what we're doing is we're shifting more to a partnering ministry thinking gee what can we do to better link up with other ministries and organizations what can we do to make sure that people are connected with the good church so they can grow they're connected you know with people after they graduate they're mm-hmm. connected beforehand so It's getting a little more big picture as opposed to, I I think, what they call in the military, uh, you know, how how you have different arms in the military. Um, Or even, you know, as you look at our intelligence services, the CIA and the FBI. So, um, you know, and they were all mutually exclusive. Now we're saying, hey, how can we connect and transition a little bit better Mm -hmm. and and, and work together better to, uh, you know, meet our mutual mission in New Jersey?
3: Well, what I'm excited about here is that not only am I learning while you're talking, but that Campus Crusade for Christ, now crew is just so much, uh, is multifaceted, and it's not what the obvious is, and maybe... I guess that would be one of the motivations for changing the name because people would are, are immediately see, you know, give you kind of tunnel vision of what you do, but yet you're so much more dynamic. So Absolutely. I'm, glad, I'm glad you explained that. You listen to Tandem Radio Live, and this is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with uh, Cooper Ford, who's uh, uh, involved heavily in Campus Crusade for Christ, or Crew now. And uh, we're here talking about bridging the college to business gap. And if you're a college student, you're going to want to listen close because we're going to give you some tidbits and some insights on how to bridge that gap and uh, maybe how to find a job and that uh, you can go out and use on Monday morning. And business owners, we're hopefully going to touch on some topics today that are going to help you be more discerning in your choices and find the incredible diamonds in the rough that are coming out of college today and use them in an applicable way that will affect your business in a positive way and to help you move forward. There's just so much potential out there. and if. Both sides see the both sides of the coin. Boy, can they mesh together and do great things. Put God in the center of that mix, and you got a winning combination. So, business owners, get your notepads out. We got a lot for you. And, college students, if you're tuning in, especially for the first time, welcome and listen close because we got a lot for you as well today. So, more to come on Tandem Radio Live, the good news on business. The Fellowship
0: of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link at tandemradio.com.
5: csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact whether you need wireless microphones xm satellite music or sophisticated teleconferencing csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732 577 0077 or online at CSAVSystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio.
3: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We're here today talking with Cooper Ford from Crew, formerly Campus Crusade for Christ. And the topic today is bridging the college to Business Gap and uh, helping not only students find better employment and more quicker acclimation to the business world, but also helping business owners, which is always our focus here at uh, Tandem Radio, helping business owners find the true value in uh, seeking out and finding these uh, men and women of God that uh, are looking and willing to serve and willing to work hard to uh, develop their own careers. So Cooper, you and I uh, met couple months ago, we started talking, you told me there was a real need out there, and my heart kind of went out to you, because um, I feel it, I see it. You know, I have two boys in college myself, uh, but more importantly, I've been through the interview process with uh, a number of new employees recently over the last couple of months, and I've seen a lot of college grads coming to the table, and I can see, from my perspective, that there's, there's a true gap out there, and, and I'm hoping that we can help them fill that gap today, at least in part. But How do you see, uh, what is the college student's perception? Let's start there. What are college students, you know, they're, they're, uh, say, the average junior, senior, you know, they're obviously prepping, thinking crazy things about the economy, and they're looking at this dismal stuff on the TV about the job market and all that, which, which, uh, in my personal opinion, I refuse to participate in all that negative stuff. But long and short of it, tell us, what's the college student seeing, or or what are they feeling about the job market?
4: Sure thing. I think... Uh, with the college student, there certainly is a lot of concern the job market. You know, they they're getting a lot of training, and then they're feeling like you know there there aren't a lot of jobs that are out there. And, mm-hmm. and certainly for what they've trained for, uh, you know, one of the students I uh, mentored for several years uh, came out with an engineering degree, and uh, you know when he when he graduated, he had a real tough time finding a job. And even now, he's not really work. He's working in a Related field, but not really doing what he was trained to do, and certainly uh, you know, that's been frustrating for him. Um, and actually, another one of our young adults who's been a part of our church for several years, um, and actually had to return home to Maryland because he couldn't find uh, anything to go, you know, get involved in. So, uh, it, you know, in terms of the job market, so certainly there's uh, there's a feeling that there's a lot of challenge out there, and there's even a lot of competition. They don't. Um, you know, the feelings they don't know where to look for the jobs and they don't know how to set themselves apart mm. uh, from other uh, people that they're competing with. Uh, and certainly, e- even though there are things that do set them apart, it's a question of how they uh, get that message across sometimes.
3: Right, right. Now, do you feel that perception perception varies from school to school or state to state, or do you feel that's pretty much a pretty common perception across the board of students across the country?
4: Um. I I would think that there's probably a variation perception. Um, you know, I'm I'm not familiar with all the states, but uh, you know, for example, I spent a little bit of time in Texas a couple weeks ago, and certainly things seem to be like they're a little bit more up there than they are here in New Jersey. I know each area has some of its different opportunities and challenges, um, but I know here, like like I said, I know here in New Jersey, certainly. Um, and me, and I'm not sure. I don't even want to get into the reasons why that is, but um, I, I think locally there certainly is the perception of uh, you know of great challenge here, and even the question of. You know, being able to you own a home and pay your bills just to Mm -hmm. even live here, right? uh, You know, versus some other areas.
3: Well, I think those are two different issues, right? I mean, we have the perception of getting a job when you come out of college, and the perception of being able to afford to live here. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Mary Pat Angelini on last week, and one, and she's an assemblywoman for the area, and and she is adamant about one of her goals is is making New Jersey the place where kids can come back to people who grew up here. Can feel comfortable about finding a job and moving in here and being able to live here, and and I think that's a good point we should touch on that uh, a lot of these kids are coming out of college and saying even if I do get a job, can I afford to live in New Jersey?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and it's and 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 even the bigger thing, which probably ties both of things together, is that. It's it's almost like they're getting all the support in college, whether it's education or even for crew, which we, we traditionally have done, and them spiritual support and things like that. And then once they graduate, it's almost like there's nothing. And mm. it's like, well, you're on your own. Go figure it out. Have a good time. Right. And perhaps we need to do a better job of helping them and guiding them and showing them the way. Uh, to do that. And I'm sure that's something we can, uh, you know, touch upon later a little bit.
3: Well, I think that's what we're working on coming in tandem with, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. about uh, some of those things. Um, and, and I'm really surprised, I mean, I shouldn't be, but I guess I'm really surprised that there isn't something that uh, transition students uh, or that they can fall into or step into, I should say, from, you know, being totally acclimated with a group like Campus Crusade and then college comes and they're done mm-hmm. i mean uh, that kind of leaves them hanging right
4: yeah it does a little bit and maybe in some ways you know as as we've been looking at this part of it almost comes from a lack of experience uh, i mean you you have you know, most of our pastors for example are full-time pastors which means that they don't um spend a lot of time in the work world so there isn't a lot of experience there um, and and quite frankly i think a lot of our pastors overworked anyway a lot of our staff with uh crew are full-time staff which means their experiences on the college campus they're not thinking um, or you know they don't have a lot of experience. I I almost in some ways am unique because uh you know because of my you know part time status, which means that I'm working on crew, but I'm also working in the real world. So I see a lot of this. A lot of it's very relevant to me. Mm. I mean it's almost like a like a Catholic priest who is uh you know trying to give marital advice. You know, it just <laughs> it just doesn't quite work. I hear. Um, you. Yeah. So and 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 a good thing actually I have seen in the Catholic Church is a lot of now what they call their deacons who are married are doing that. So.
3: All right. Well. Talking about this job transition situation, um, what do you think – we're going to talk in a minute what business owners could do and, and, and I think even more from a business perspective what a student can do. Let's talk for a minute. What do you think a student can do better at the school level when they're still in college, even as freshmen and, and sophomores? What think the, the First off, let's start with the school. What do you think the school could do better to help these kids so that they are ready when they graduate?
4: Sure. I, I, I think the schools need to um... – you know, can do a better job of connecting them, you know, with the real world, uh, bringing people in who, uh, you know, have experience locally and can help guide the students and give them, you know, different opportunities. And even that's something that we can do as a ministry on, on both ends. I, I think that, you know, we're good on a- the academia side and mm-hmm. things like that, but having uh, the real world experience and h- guiding them along, show, having someone who's shown them and walked, you know, walk the path and saying, hey, here's here's what I've done, here's works here— Here's what works. Here's some opportunities. I think uh, can certainly be helpful for that. You know, even uh, you know, teaching initiative and innovation and things like that, as opposed to just kind of, kind of putting them into right. one mold. Right. You know.
3: Now, now working with hundreds of students across the state, do you feel the students themselves are getting out of college what they expected?
4: Um. Not. Sometimes they are. I, I think you know. Certainly, they were expecting to get a degree in some relationships, but I think having some of the practical skills, I don't think they're. Uh, you know, certainly they don't think they're getting. I know when I uh, first started teaching um, that it was uh, you know challenged a lot of what I thought I was going to have. I didn't have, and uh, I you know I wish I did have, and I wish I had someone to show me the way, and I had to figure some of those things out. Um, and probably you know, as you know, in the business world and different things like that too. They're you know they could be getting some more of that. So. Yeah, I think we can definitely do a better job in that area of preparation.
3: And in that respect, as far as prepping, let's talk specifically about the students. What are some of the things that you think students themselves can do? Now of course, it's easy to take, get involved in extracurricular activities, you know, sports around school, those types of things, but what do you think the students could do better in order to better um, prepare themselves to be marketable when they graduate?
4: Sure thing. Well, I, I think there are a couple of things. First of all, I think you need to have a good vision of you know what God's calling you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't, if you don't know where you're going, and I think that's you know that's a big thing with students. Uh, you know, they don't have a vision, they don't have you know, in the, or they don't have a plan. Right. You know, and, and it's not that you have to keep your plan set in stone, but that you need to have an idea of this is the roadmap. You know, wh- where is God leading me, and then what are the things that I need to get there? Um, you know, surrounding themselves and building relationships. I, I remember when I was in college. You know, I made sure to connect with you know music teachers and supervisors who were already out in the real world and find opportunities, even if I had to volunteer opportunities to come into the schools and to work with students or different things like that, or gain extra experience. Um, working a part-time job certainly was something I did, and certainly uh, it helped me get some experience mm-hmm. as well. Right. Um, you know, getting you know getting the proper equipping and tools, saying, "Hey, look, well, this is what I want to do," and these are the. You know, and this is what I need to do. What tools do I need to do that? And then finally, having uh, you know some mentors or coaches to help you know guide the way because you know you probably won't know everything. So having someone to help you with that. Ironically, in crew, that's what we call the five things, by the way. So,
3: (laughs) So (laughs) you ever hear of the
4: five things? That's what it is. Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's a simple title. Five things. Yes. These are the five
4: things you need to do. Uh, And that's just something that was recent as we've started thinking about that preparation and transition. And we're starting, you know, it's something we're starting to teach our students. And they seem simple. Right. um, But it's you know sometimes people you know they failed to plan and that's that's just a big thing well
3: the bible says we are supposed to be the people who are set apart yes do you see people who are involved in campus crusade uh and crew um setting themselves apart or do you see them blending in in a way where they're just the average person when they come out of college
4: um i think there, there are different ways um, you know in terms of setting yourself apart i think in, in terms of ethics and integrity that's something that uh, uh, certainly the students who you know take crew seriously. I mean, obviously, you're always going to have people who uh, you know do their own thing, but those who follow uh, you know what it's about to be a Christian are you know going to apply the ethics and integrity and how they you know deal with adversity, how they uh, and it's even e- even seeing their life as a holy calling and how they how they share their faith. So certainly in that way, they're going to set themselves apart. Um, but uh, ser- from a business perspective. Uh, How they conduct themselves personally, yes, but maybe in terms of some of their experiences, I'm not sure they will be as set apart. And maybe that's where some of the weakness is, trying to create some opportunities to blend these things together.
3: Well, I think in the next segment, we're going to touch on uh, the two sides of the coin and talk about, uh, more specifically, students, how you can set yourself apart. Because let's face it, um, I know one of my small companies was looking for people, and I was overwhelmed with the amount of resumes that we received. And uh, and even when I whittled them down to the dozen people I was going to interview, I was really um, impressed by the caliber of those dozen. And it can be a very hard decision for a business owner. So uh, we're going to talk about in the next segment how to differentiate yourself so that you are not to be arrogant, um, but to be set apart. So that way when people look not only at your resume, but at you, uh, they can jump out and say, this is the person I want. And then we're also going to talk to business owners directly about uh, how to look for these people and how to utilize them in what you do on a daily basis that can benefit your business. I know I was blessed the other day and uh, one of my employees came in and said, boy, it's just great working with so many uh, Christian uh, oriented people in a a work environment, and I'm really happy that it's fallen that way. And that wasn't something we designed. It's just culturally it turned out that way that most of us who work at this one company happen to be professing Christians, and it worked out really well, and we just kind of meshed together. Equally yoked, I guess, is the key there. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live, and uh, our topic today is bridging the gap uh, between college and business. And uh, it's a broad topic, and we got a lot to say about it. So we'll be back right after this break and uh, have a lot more for you.
1: Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty.
4: If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams, Jersey Shore, serving
5: Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908 670 9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com.
2: You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com.
1: Hi, my name is George McGovern, director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com.
3: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakey, and here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Talking to you about the good news on business and uh, where the Lord wants us to go with our businesses, and uh, most importantly, the scriptures that relate to that. The scriptures for today, uh, our show today being with uh, Cooper Ford from Crew Campus Crusade for Christ, but Crew, bridging the college to business gap, and the uh, scriptures that God put on my heart this week are first off Proverbs twenty-two six: Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will turn; they will not turn from it. Proverbs fourteen twenty-three. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And lastly, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. We're talking about uh, bridging the gap for kids, for students that are going from college into the business world. Sometimes people call it the real world, uh, but the dollar and cents world, and uh, how to do that better. And uh, I want to start with this. Proverbs 22.6, start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. I can't stress enough a parent's responsibility here. I know, Cooper, you're a parent. I am. Uh, and... Uh, uh, it's so important, parents, uh, if you have kids that are pre-college especially, that you're digging into them with uh, helping them to understand that there is a transition they're going to have to make at some point in life. And uh, I had read a long time ago, you know, we're not raising children to be children, we're raising children to be adults. So how we raise them is so important. Not that we want to rush them and create automatons, but we also need to— Bring that maturity along, just like the Christ process, uh, the the Christian process of maturing in Christ. Uh, It's so important that we're doing that with our children. And and if you have children out there, the younger they are right now, the better. Uh, Even if they're older, it's not too late to instill... Important factors in terms of one of the most powerful things you can instill in your children, uh, second only to uh, I think uh, to God and and Christ in their hearts, is their work ethic. Because the schools can teach them all kinds of knowledge, Uh, they can pack them with books, they can give them all kinds, but without a solid work ethic, your children are going nowhere. So, parents, if you're not working to instill a good quality work ethic in your children, you need to get there. Uh, if all you're doing is uh, giving them the Bible, you're giving them a great tool, and that may be all they need in the future. But if you want to give them a leg up, teach them a strong work ethic. And that's uh, very clear in the Bible, obviously. Even James talks about, you know, um, faith without works. But uh, we don't want to get on a works kick. But the point is that. Parents, if you haven't taught your children, you need to grab yourself a book and find out how, if you haven't done it already, and teach your children a good work ethic. And what do I mean by that? The gumption to hang in there to make things happen and to be successful. And that's why I love this Proverbs. You you can't get around this. And and again, there's two sides to this. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. If you're a college student and you're thinking you're going to get out of college and walk right into a cushy job you got another thing coming, reality check. Hard work is what makes it work. And hard work in any area is critical to your life. Even the Bible is very clear on that. If you're not willing to work hard, you will never see success. I've never seen anyone successful who did not work hard. And I don't mean to rattle your cage, but parents, if you're not teaching your kids about hard work, you're doing them a disservice. And Students out there, if you haven't gotten that work ethic instilled in you, it's not too late. Find yourself a mentor, like Cooper talked about, and dig in. So, Cooper, let's get back to uh, talking about the prep of the students and and what more they can do uh, for themselves. Because, you know, colleges have a certain bent. They have a certain format. They have a certain curriculum they want to teach the kids. They have certain requirements to to get that degree. So a lot of times they're not focused on a lot of these other things. Let's talk about that for a minute. What what more can a college student do, even in his first freshman year and on, uh, that can better prepare them, in your opinion?
4: Sure thing. Um, I, th- I think there are a number of things uh, they can do. Uh, certainly, as I mentioned before, finding internships um, is important or finding, uh, you know, some real work experience. And maybe that's going to change how your your class schedule set out a little bit. Maybe you're going to need to take some summer classes so you can work that part-time job or get experience. Or maybe you need to find a company where, uh, you know, some people you can connect with and to t- find opportunities there. And a lot of times, you know, what, what we see in the job market is that people are just waiting for something to fall into their lap. Mm, and I right. and I forget who said it, but uh, and maybe you know, but you know, it's it's like almost like the real winners are the ones that create opportunities for themselves. Right. They create a job for themselves. And so so thinking about that and finding people to teach them about those things, whether they, you know, you go online on the internet uh, whether you, uh, to to read articles or reading books, I mean, imagine that reading books, right? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Still do that, <laughs> uh, you know. Videos, uh, you know, some of those different things right now. Getting connected, if you don't know people, asking other people who who know people. I mean, and that's part of what even we're trying to develop and crew uh, for that transition, bringing other people in who have that real world experience, who then can uh, lend it and help people along as they uh, you know as they develop. And certainly, different areas, it's going to create different things. But I would say even Getting beyond the campus a little bit and uh, l- looking beyond as as you go down as you create your plan would be uh, something would be really helpful. Um, and certainly there are other organizations that are specific that help with that. Uh, my brother, for example, is an attorney, and uh, he, you know he had a great internship at, uh, through uh, the Alliance Defense Fund, and he got mm. to, uh, to go down to Washington D.C. Oh, wow. He got to uh, you know meet some of the Supreme Court justices and do some work in there, um, and that's something he had to search out. So, uh, but he found it and it was a great experience, and certainly set him apart. Uh, as he was uh, moving forward to become an attorney.
3: So this whole network concept is so critical. You know, it's not—it's the old adage. It's not what you know; it's who you know. Absolutely. Uh, And you need both. I mean, you have to have the knowledge to back it up. Uh, But uh, it's that interaction with uh, with uh, people around you to to make those connections before you get out of school. So when it is time to look for the job, that you have some things in place already. I know so many uh, students put that off and say, "I'll make those connections after." And uh, boy, that's a large—that's a arduous chore, uh, especially after the fact Uh, when you have the time with school and all that. Now, now's the time to really get into that. Absolutely.
4: spend some time. I mean, vis, you know, go visit network networking groups. There are tons of them around. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that's so very important. It is who you know. And you'd be surprised how other people know other people mm-hmm. and who can certainly help you. And, and, and what a great thing to say to say you go to a network of a group of 30 business owners and you show up there and you say, hey, you know what? I'm starting out in this field I'm looking, you know, I'm seeking some opportunities, you know, or, you know, who can help me, who can help, you right. know, and, and try to connect with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if you want to set yourself apart, that's definitely going to set yourself apart. It might take you just an hour of your time, you know, throughout the week just to do that once or twice a month. But, man, that would speak volumes.
3: Right. I also want to point out the the money factor, too. I mean, we tend, especially in Christian circles, to look away from that. But Jesus talked a lot about money, so it's an important topic. Um, you know, if you're out there and you're doing internships, that's great. But it is also important, and it definitely raises your stock value uh, when uh, a business owner looks at you and looks at your resume, Uh, to have some type of monetary return in some of your work. Mm -hmm. I had a student in recently who came in for an interview, and um, uh, one of the things that struck me was her resume was two or three pages. It was a lot of information, but there was not one paying job on there. And what was interesting was she felt that she was very busy, very active, very involved in school, and was even the president of our class at our college, and uh, all kinds of extracurricular activities. But I asked her one question, what did you do to make money? And she had no answer. And I want to caution parents on this, too. Parents, if you're paying your kid's way on everything, believe me, all you're doing is creating a brick wall for when they graduate college. Because if they have no money experience, they're not going to have very good prospects of being hired, especially since small to medium-sized businesses are the ones that are hiring right now. And those are the ones who are looking for real-world practical experience. I was just shocked that this young woman, in all these years of college, had never even delivered pizzas, for that matter. I mean, I would have had more respect for this candidate if they had had if they had worked at a fast food place to make money over the summer. Because there's nothing that beats uh, the experience of putting in time and receiving a paycheck. And I don't care what internships you're doing or whatever, If uh, if you're a student out there and you're listening, if you're not making money in some way, shape, or form business owners are going to be questionable at looking at you and, and considering hiring you. And parents, I want to especially cautious, pa- caution parents. If you're rushing your kids out of school at, at the end of the school year and running away on vacation and treating them like kings and queens all summer, Unless you're intending on raising kings and queens, that's a whole different story. I don't know. Maybe there's still a market for that out there. If you expect your kids <laughs> to get, I know you're chuckling, and that's okay because you know I'm right, right? Yeah. But if you're not expecting it's your just kids to uh, you know, you're right. Exactly. That day of the Silver Spoon stuff is history. There may be still a small faction out there, but it's not for the average person out there. So you need to get on top of that. We have so much more to cover today at Tandem Radio Live, and this is Glenn Dalykin, your host, along with Cooper Ford from Crew, formerly the Campus Crew for Christ and uh, just so many ministries you guys are involved in, I'm excited about that. We're going to talk more about that in the next segment. And we're talking about bridging that gap and uh, between uh, going from education into the real world of business and and pick and getting yourself the career that'll step you to the next level. And that's the other thing I just want to make people realize that this is a step by step process, just like maturing in Christ. You know, it's a step by step learning process, and it's critical for you to find the next step. You know. So Sometimes kids get disheartened because they go out there shooting for the sky and they don't know why they're not getting the six-figure job right out of school. Yes, there are a few that do get that, but that's not the norm. You have to start somewhere. And I, I uh, kudos to those, those kids that come out of school and start somewhere. And um, I also, just so you know, again, from a business owner perspective, I have a lot of respect for someone who's working currently while they're looking for a job as opposed to saying, oh, I'm waiting for the right job. I took the summer off waiting for the right job to come along. That may have gone by 20 years ago, but in today's economy, with what's going on in the world around us, if you haven't realized it... That's not happening. So uh, do yourself a favor. Um, you know, idle hands, they say, are the work of the devil. It's not in Scripture, but I've heard that. Uh, and uh, it's, it, it can really wax true. So uh, keep in mind that keeping busy, keeping productive and, and working and creating a good work ethic, right back to that Proverbs, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Keep that in mind. So, Cooper, we're going to come back after the break. We're going to talk more about your ministry And we're going to talk more about what business owners can do to help uh, these diamonds in the rough really acclimate into their business. Because in in reality, someone who is um, committed to the Lord, someone who's excited about just graduating school and getting into the workforce can be quite an asset. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. So we got a lot to talk about there. So business owners, stay tuned in. Again, TandemRadio.com. We just want to point that out to you. Powerful resource there. Not only archive shows and so many things going on there, but uh, powerful resources for business in general. If you have a business question, you can email us at info at and we're more than happy to get the answers for you, whether you're a college student looking for information or you're a business owner and trying to find out some new direction or want to look at some guidance or you're looking for scripture references that relate to your business. We'd love to help you with that. So info at tandemradio.com, feel free to email us and we'd love to have you uh, send in your questions.
5: The SAV systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? you can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio.
1: Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com.
3: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. Uh, we're here with Cooper Ford today from Crew, the Campus Crusade for Christ, and uh, bridging the college to business gap is what we're all about today. And uh, the scriptures say Proverbs 22 6 start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. parents. I can't express enough. Dig into your children right now, this very day, if you truly love them and uh, instill a love for the Lord in them and also a powerful work e- ethic uh, derived from excellence. And remember, God, our God is all about excellence, I believe. And uh, it's so important for us to teach our children that. Proverbs 14, 23, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Uh, college students, if you are relying entirely on academia to get you where you want to be, it's. I can tell you from a real-world experience, it's not going to do it. You need those practical experiences. You need to be out there hardworking. Um, you know, you may uh, put in 40 hours a week at school, but you know what? There's a lot of students out there putting another 40 hours a week at work. And I'm reading a great book now called Outliers, and it's interesting. They have a rule of 10,000, which I'm not going to get into detail, but they um, uh, reviewed the lie of many successful people and found that every one of those people put in over 10,000 hours of effort before they hit it big. And uh, that's a lot of hours and a lot of time, but they, you, you will not believe the list of names from people from Bill Gates, to um, uh, to the Beatles and uh, a whole bunch of people in between that were highly successful in their field, but the 10,000 hours of hard work is what got them there. So all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. That's proverb. We're going to wrap up with this third one today, Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. If you're out there and you're looking, you're just graduating, I want to tell you there's some great hope out there. And we're going to help you with some of that right now. So, Cooper, we were talking about networking a little bit more. I, I don't think students out there, especially college-age students, are taking advantage of that area. What are your thoughts on that? I know we're working on something, so we want to let the cat totally out of the bag. But uh, what are your thoughts on that?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, it's, You know, developing relationships with people is a way to set yourself apart uh, from yeah, everyone else and that's part of what networking's all about uh, you know for example in the real estate world I believe in Middlesex county alone where I live we have several thousand realtors and when you network you go from being one of several thousand to one of one mm. and it gives people a chance to meet you develop that relationship and so certainly from a college perspective as well as as you're uh, moving along and even if you've graduated college and you're a young professional thinking gee what can I do to uh, set myself apart and do something different uh, net, networking is a great way going to a networking group a bni a chamber of commerce or uh, uh or uh, i guess if you want to let the path. tandem path <laughs> yeah, you know, tandem I was, path. I was let right. you say it but uh, yeah and which is which is fantastic and i'm excited about what you're doing at that as well uh as, as a part you know part of that with you know tandem radio because here's an opportunity to create those relationships and to find people to help you along the way
3: absolutely and you know networking uh, does a lot more than what Uh, meets the eye. I mean, uh, we were just talking on the break about how uh, it'll also give you insights to a career uh, choice. Uh, You know, if you're thinking of a certain area or field of endeavor that you want to proceed in and you go to networking events, you meet half a dozen people already in that field, check the fruit on the tree, I always say. You'll see if that's the kind of field you really want to be in. How many times, Cooper, I'm sure you agree, students graduate with a degree in a certain area and realize this is not the area I really want to be in?
4: No, absolutely. I had a good friend of mine who uh, went to went to school for uh, communications for 4 years and in the senior year he uh, found out he didn't want to do that so Uh, He spent another year after that night school, now in computer repair, and he loves what he does.
3: Right. Well, we'll throw this out to you. If you want to get involved in a networking group, you're not sure where to go or what to do or where to find it, info at tandemradio.com. Drop us an email, info at tandemradio.com. Make sure you let us know where you are, and uh, we will find uh, some network groups in your area and help you connect with some good people. So networking can be so powerful for you. And uh, college students, uh, I I, uh, encourage you. Don't be afraid of this. You know, you may be thinking, well, it's all, uh, you know, people who are entrenched in business or older people. It's not my click or whatever you want to call it. Um, You need to be out there. You need to get involved in it. Mentors is a great place to find mentors as well. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. If you don't have a mentor and you're a college student, you need to find one. You know, many times college students may find it in their parents, which is great. Um, But if not, if you don't uh, have a mentorship relationship with someone in a field that you're interested in, you need to get that mentor. Uh, Sometimes your spiritual mentor is going to be somebody different from your business mentor many times. So uh, by all means, college students, you need to find mentors and get those. Also some skills you need to hone, right? We talked about language skills before. You want to touch on that?
4: Oh, yeah, briefly. Yeah, absolutely. The way that you... Conduct yourself uh, in terms of your language and how you speak certainly is going to have an impact on uh, how people, you know, certainly judge you and perceive uh, your work ethic and and how and what you do in terms of your job and perhaps whether they hire you or not. And you could actually be killing your opportunities based upon uh, based upon your language mm-hmm. uh, for a job, especially you know if you say you know if you drop the wrong thing <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the job or something you know middle of an interview and. You know, and it's not like you could just, you know, be outside in the street and just use one kind of language and then go into an interview and just think it's going to be different. You know, people are going to see, you know, what the core is and what, what you normally are like, and that certainly is going to affect whether you get the job or if you do, whether you stay there. Mm.
3: And uh, business owners, I want to talk to that for a minute. Uh, business owners, there are a world of opportunities out there uh, with new students that are coming out of college. And uh, what's interesting is a lot of them have some good work experience and in internships, right? I mean, do you see a lot of students getting involved in internships?
4: Yeah, I, th- I think s- uh, s- some students are starting to get smart about it and they, they're they looking and going, gee, what do I need to do to uh Uh, you know, get beyond. So they're getting, you know, certainly they're starting to get involved. And this is something as we as crew are starting to focus on as well uh, and move along with that, then it's going to create more opportunities for that as well. I mean, something we have coming up, uh, a new ministry we've started is called Jersey Life, Mm -hmm. which is for students who have graduated from college, making that transition and into young professionals. Not only is this a great place for young professionals to get connected, to do some networking and to grow in this area of integrating faith and business and, uh, you know, how to make Christ fully known and what they say and do. But it's a great place also for business owners to come and hopefully to serve as mentors and to connect and to uh, meet some of these, you know, great young people who Mm. uh, would, you know, be an asset. I mean, imagine as a business owner, having someone coming in and saying, hey, you know what, you know, they're ethical. They want to work hard for you. You know, they see their work as a calling. So they're going to give their 110% to bring glory to God. Right. And they're going to, you know, and their job is to, as they, you know, as you love your neighbor yourself, they're going to, you know, try to promote your business and to help you with what you're doing. So, you know, what I I, I think the potential is just huge in this area that's, you know, and largely untapped.
3: And, and business owners, I, I also want to tell you out there, if, you, if you're not doing it already, a great possible resource is setting up an internship program in your business. Um, you can call local colleges, um, uh, and uh, they often have guidelines and structures and programs that they can help you implement right in your business. And boy, what a, uh, a powerful tool. we I know uh, one company I was working with uh, last year, we uh, brought in several interns from college to help them with their marketing, and uh, it had a great impact on what they were doing. And uh, business owner, you'll love this. It was free. Yeah. you know um, now, Great. Granted, you know, you may have to have facilities for it, have room for it, but a lot of these students will even work from home and work in the field. Some of these big companies have dozens and dozens and dozens of students working on internship for free out there using their own laptops, and I don't mean to take advantage, but I'll tell you, it's a real two-way street. Internships can do a lot for the student. It looks good on their resume. It helps them to learn real-world skills, uh, and business owners is a lot for you, too. It helps you maybe bridge the gap, especially if you're trying to grow your business, Um Sometimes you're know, hiring that next employee, is you wonder how you're going to afford it. But I'll tell you, if you have an intern, and especially if the intern's like a junior or senior in college, when they graduate, might be a natural to bring them right into your business. So if you're a small to medium sized business owner and you haven't considered internships, I would implore you to look into that deeply and look into uh, resumes deeper when you are looking at these these uh, students and uh, that are coming out of college and if they are involved with things like Crew and some of these other ministries that Campus Crusade has put together, you need to look at them more seriously and and don't hesitate uh, to dig into the spiritual aspect of what they do and realize that that can be a powerful uh, source of of, uh, influence in your business as well. So uh, any last thoughts before we wrap up today? Because believe it or not, we're right there again.
4: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) This time (laughs) really has flown. Yeah. I I would just say, you know what, our next uh, Jersey Life meeting, you know, as we're building that is— like I say, coming up September seventeenth, it's going to be in East Brunswick at the Days Hotel. And we're excited. Whether you're a young professional or a business owner, it's a great place to be. We're about integrating faith and business, uh, you know, to and to make that happen. So uh, like I say it's the next step. We're excited uh, and we're looking forward to that. And yeah, because you know we believe that it's not just uh, you know faith is not just personal and business is business, but that it all meshes together, integrates that's together, so and that's uh, and that's and that's the key to the whole thing. And that's you know, and that's how we bring glory to God. So Amen. We, Amen. we love doing it.
3: Is there a website for crew? What's the website for crew?
4: Sure thing. The uh, Jersey Life site is jerseylife.org, or you could also go to jerseymetro.com. That's the name of our uh, crew team here in Jersey. It's jerseymetro.com. You and what about,
3: about the national uh, site? Uh, where do people who are outside the state of New Jersey go? Oh,
4: you, uh, campuscrusadeforchrist.com. Okay. Or .org, I think we have both of them. So. <laughs>
3: okay. Are they doing anything with crew? Or are they going to be doing crew.com? Probably. Right yeah.
4: Okay. yeah, I think we I mean, we already have crewpress.com or org. I mean, there are all, all sorts of different sites. But for and, right
3: now, campuscrusadeforchrist.com yeah, or .org. Yeah, okay.
4: Just or just do a Google search and see what comes up. I mean, they're always doing a lot of new sites. It's really neat on the national level what they're doing.
3: Great. And also feel free to go to tandemradio.com, where we'll have a link to these sites for you and more information. And how to contact uh, Cooper right there. Cooper, I want to thank you for coming in today. You're doing a great work.
4: Sure, thanks. I'm uh, glad to be here.
3: You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn Delakian here with the good news on business. We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. want to thank our team today, Lucas Delakian and Glenn J. Delakian, and uh, also uh, Lara Hosepian for coming in today, all the way from California, live today. Thank you for being here. And John, the anchor, holding it all down there. I think John ran out to surf. Is he back? Oh, he's back. Okay. he's You're dry. Wow. I can't believe it. Thank you, John Gervert, for being here today. And uh, look, forward to having our full team back next week. And uh, just love uh, working with you on the air today. And hopefully you were able to get some good stuff out of what we had to say. And if you're a college student out there and you just need more information, feel free info at TandemRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're a business owner, want to know how to apply God's word to your business or need any uh, insights at all or some direction on potential vendors or anything of that nature, TandemRadio.com is the place to check it out, tandemradio.com. And watch carefully for Tandem Path Business Network coming to a neighborhood near you and coming very, very soon. Tandem Path Business Network coming your way. This is Tandem Radio Live. We'll see you next Saturday here at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Bridge Network FM stations and tandemradio.com.
2: A tandem Radio Live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week and remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.